Hello and welcome to the Lost World Minute, a minute by minute podcast reviewing the 1997 sequel to Jurassic Park, one minute at a time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And today we're back to review Minute 21 of the Lost World. Dave, how you been? I'm good, I'm good. I uh, finally got my pool up and I finally got my Terminator gun in. Oh, nice. So yeah, I got pictures of both of that up on my Facebook. Uh, awesome, awesome piece. We took a little bit longer to uh, get back to this record after the last, uh, the bonus show we done last week for you uh, mm-hmm. listeners, uh, and that was cut down. We were going for nearly two hours, or just over two hours, so I did manage to get it back cut back down to about an hour 45, but uh, it just goes to show when we start talking about the Lost World, we can go on for a long time. Oh, yeah. So that's, uh, that's up in the feed now for uh, anyone that wants to hear our overall thoughts of the Lost World. We uh, big thank you to Jay Jurassic for coming on for most of it. He uh, was limited for time, but the time he gave was uh, definitely well worth it. Fifteen years ago, John Hammond had a dream. Like John himself, the dream was grand. It was outside. It was bold. It was impractical. It was not to be. Well, half an hour from now, John Hammond's dream, reimagined, will come true. For one one hundredth the cost of building a destination resort thousands of miles away. Before we get into uh, today's minutes... David, Jurassic Pedia is, is up and running currently. Um, we promoted it in at the very end of uh, the bonus show, but I honestly don't know if too many people hung around for the full hour and 45. Jurassicpedia.com, successor to Legacy. Uh, a lot of the yourself and um, some of the uh, guys from Legacy are working on that. Um, yep. pretty, pretty much just a online resource bringing back the uh, encyclopedias. Um, mm-hmm. and all that to uh, bring it all back online. Yeah, I really tried to gather the top minds in the fandom to work on this because I know that they have a passion for it, and if they have a passion for it, it'll get itself done, and they want to have that knowledge out there. Yeah. So that's the main goal of Pedia itself, is to have that knowledge out there, be a resource for the fandom, to be there for the fandom if they have questions, to be something better than... Well, frankly, Parkpedia, which is so susceptible to trolls and vand- vandalism, unfortunately. Mm. I don't know why. I don't know why it is, but it is. Yep. But it's to be something that's not going to get vandalized, but will be a resource for the fandom, be right for the fandom, and be actually be you can trust is going to actually be truthful and in integral and have integrity for it. Yeah, and that's one of the good things too, being done by fans and um, staying true to the actual canons and mm-hmm. not um, not sort of leaking in um, fan theories, all that sort of stuff. It has a place, but not in the general, um, yeah. whether it's a general novel, film, or game canons. Um, yeah, we kind of keep that split up because it's just incohesive uh, if you try to put it together, like... A lot of people, even the site founder, likes to have his own headcanon that Trespasser is part of is part of the movie, but he acknowledges that it is incompatible with the movies. Yeah. And so we keep so we keep it separate, and so things like the shape of Isla Sorna in, in Trespasser and the dates and stuff like that just make it incompatible with the movie. And so we do the same thing with the novels. That is the whole idea of canon separation really came from Michael Crichton after The Lost World. He was asked about it in an interview and he said, well, Spielberg made his movies and I wrote my novels and I like to ha- think of them as separate. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. we like to respect that and keep the canon separate. Yeah. You got films, you got the novels, you got, uh, and then the games are each kind of their own little. It's really more of a archival than a canon in the sense of the games. The comics have their own canon. Everything, everything gets separated, and it keeps it a lot more organized that way. Yeah, and you can do you can do your own personal mental gymnastics to try and tie one into the other and everything else, and there's no there's no issue with that whatsoever. I think one of the biggest um, one of the biggest things to try and understand is the uh, Isla Nublar map. Yeah, really. Like there was a marketing map. There was what you see in the control room. All these different four or five different maps, and then what later come with Jurassic World, which <laughs> completely flipped everything on its head once again and it's sort of um, you do your best to try and um, fill the holes as best you can and sometimes there's a couple of little leeways you got to do but for the most part it's uh, it's what we've seen on screen and um, it's canon to a T as best we can mm-hmm. so we've got drastic-pedia.com is the website and we've also got the uh, Facebook page as well where uh, Jurassic Pedia yeah. yep. and then uh, if you are into fan fiction and you are into fan art and collecting and tours and stuff like that we do have a forum called the Jurassic Bungalow forum and it's not it doesn't have a lot of movie discussion on it we kind of try to keep that uh, this is more just like a creative forum just for to post up and comment and interact with other uh, fans who like to collect and draw fan art and write fan fiction and stuff like that yeah that's exactly right we sort of got rid of the just a general discussion about upcoming movies or the movies themselves because that often leads to uh issues <laughs> i'll say um but yeah just somewhere where if you if you're a writer if you're an artist um <laughs> even cosplayers as well um yep. just sort of share share your craft really and um mm-hmm. talk to other people in the same the same uh aspects of the franchise as well um yeah so that's all that's all happening over there at drastic-pedia.com yep mommy daddy you've got to come see this i found something there's a little bit of news coming out of the Jurassic world world uh these last two weeks um more set pictures emerging from hawaii uh one including a radio tower which will be interesting they don't actually have photos of that set up yet. Uh, Real News just uh, reused the uh, set from the Lost, the radio tower from Lost, <laughs> which mm-hmm. uh, was interesting. Also, we're seeing the bunkers. There's a, uh, there's a new, air quotes, Owen's shack being built as well, so... Yeah, it's like a house-like structure. Yeah, yeah, definitely a lot more, uh, a lot larger. I think the only reason people are comparing it to it is the fact there was an old RV park beside it, but um, it could be anything, so grain of, grain of salt. With these movies, they can turn pretty much anything into anything, parking garage into a cliff face, stuff like that. That's exactly right, and I, I find it amusing that there's still people online when they are, uh, especially when we, well, their next bit of news, how uh, photos have emerged from the wrap-up ball from uh, London, filming in London's finished and people still assuming that the film takes place in London just because it's filmed there Um, where yes there might be some uh, scenery shots and that we know Lockwood Manor's there whether whether Lockwood Manor is actually in the UK in film canon or not 
that's that's a completely different animal. Um, but yeah. yeah, I wonder if those same people thought that Jurassic World took part in uh, Florida because it was all filmed at Six Flags in Orlando. So <laughs> <laughs> those background plates, you can put it anywhere. CGI mm -hmm. these days. But um, yeah, really. yeah, we got some photos out of the ball over there. So filming's ended there. They're just about ready to start filming in Hawaii, uh, which will be interesting. So. I know I'll be definitely staying tuned online for uh, more pictures and news to come out of Hawaii. Yeah, Star Wars shot for 40 years at Pinewood Studios, so it'd be like assuming that the galaxy far, far away is right in the United Kingdom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, same with Aliens. <laughs> aliens, yeah. aliens is all shot at Pinewood. Mm -hmm. yeah. yep. yep. That's like, yeah, LV426 is really a soundstage <laughs> in London. Or even the uh, new Alien Covenant. Most of that was filmed here in Australia too. So, was it really? Yeah, yeah, they filmed a lot of it at Fox, Fox Studios here in Sydney. I haven't seen that yet. I'm planning on seeing it sometime this week. Mm. Well, what, uh, whatever your thoughts about the actual film are, um, I don't know if you you watch it or anything, but uh, Adam Savage, who used to be on Mythbusters, has yeah. a has a tested YouTube channel. Um, and he recently, the last couple of weeks in the lead up to Covenant, he'd, he'd been in Sydney and visiting some of the set pieces, um, looking at all the alien blood, uh, a lot of the props from behind the scenes, sets, um, the sounds, which it just sort of enhances the film. Um, yeah. Knowing so much of it was practical, you know, sets and props and that, which was good to see, so that might be worth having a check out too. Yeah. They call the islands. Las Cinco Muertes. What, what, what does that mean? Five deaths. He says. Alright, so, do you want to get into this week's minute? Sure, let's go. Rightio, let's do it. As we finish the 20th minute of The Lost World, we had Eddie telling Malcolm not to shoot himself in the foot, that he'd be dead before he even realised he had an accident. As we start the 21st minute of the Lost World, we get arguing in Spanish as Nick and the boat's captain emerge from beside the RV, followed by the captain's son. At 20 minutes and 2 seconds, Nick tells Ian that the guy wants to unload here. He doesn't want to go any further up the river. He's heard too many stories about this island chain and wants to drop us off. At 20 minutes and 10 seconds, Ian asks Nick what stories Nick translates to the captain. The captain's heard stories of fishermen that come too close to the island and never returned. The ship has a satellite phone and a radio. When you need him, send the call, you'll be here in two hours. But he will not stay here. He won't stay anywhere near these islands. They call the islands the Cinco Mortes, the five deaths, he says. At 20 minutes and 50 seconds, Eddie Carr rolls his eyes and the music begins to swell. At 20 minutes and 53 seconds, the scene changes to the vehicles already being unloaded and driving up a valley, dark and mysterious, mist-covered hills. And this ends the 21st minute of The Lost World. Alright, so we open the minute up with uh, Nick. We hear the Nick arguing with the uh, ship's captain. He doesn't want to go any further upriver. He wants to unload there and uh, head offshore until, uh, until they send a radio call. He's heard too many stories about the island chain and uh, wants to take his son offshore and, and anchor offshore, which is 
Interesting, he's got his son on board. <laughs> it's a commercial, commercial vessel. <laughs> and then we get uh, Malcolm asking what stories, and we hear the uh, fisherman getting into the, uh, getting too close to the island, never return. And I suppose we see more of that in Jurassic Park 3, especially in the uh, opening incident yep. um, of what happens if you do get too close to uh, this island anyway. Um, and we get, uh, he name drops the five deaths, which is an interesting little thing they include in the film, but then they didn't go any further to uh, elaborate on it. Mainly the five deaths was a big part of the or, it was mainly brought up in the novel. Um, yeah. It was a, a chain of five islands, 200 miles southwest of Costa Rica. All the fans know the names, Pena, Sauna, Tadako, and the others. Um, and the names come from a Native American myth about a brave warrior facing a different execution on each of the five islands, burning, drowning, crushing, hanging, and beheading. And it's, it's a common misconception because in the film... They're called the five deaths, and the boat captain says anyone going too close to the islands never return. Uh, that it's possible InGen had facilities and dinosaurs on each of the five islands, where that's not not the case. They've only ever been on sauna. Yeah. Because there's a lot of lot of fan theories. Oh, what if what if uh, site C, site D? Um, I, they're not going to go for more islands with dinosaurs. Colin said before that they want to move off island. They've, uh, they reckon they've exhausted their uh, storytelling they can do on the islands. It's been done four times now. They want to they want to move to the mainland. So um, there's no there's no site D on Isla Pena. <laughs> and I remember when Jurassic Park Legacy to see was still up. We had a uh, text based RPG role play game uh, based on Isla Sonic called Live the Legend. Yep. It's basically you play as a dinosaur, as like J, uh, J-Pog, uh, without the fences and without the boundaries, without constraining technology of any kind. But you got to play as the dinosaurs, and people got really uh, fanciful with their characters, and it was a lot of fun. But anyway, towards the end of it, we started moving off to the other islands. We had one that was mostly Cenozoic, and then... Uh, and then we had one that was mostly um, like Precambrian or came or what was the one that came before the Mesozoic? With that. Oh. Uh, uh, like <laughs> oh, now you're making the old gears yes, crank yeah, over. <laughs> and it was, it it just became huge. It spread all over the islands, and we opened up Isla Nublar for, um, for stuff like that and it was it just always reminded me of that like what if people getting their uh fanfic mixed up with the canon you know yeah yeah that's it and i've, I've written fan fiction before with uh, the other islands involved um for different different reasons or another so they are they are there they're sort of they they seem to be close together like they're only about mm-hmm. five miles apart or something so it's it's more than possible that someone swum, <laughs> that dinosaurs swum from one to the other, but you're not going to get a breeding population swim from one to the other, migrating, no. migrating if you will. But um, but yeah, that that's interesting anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And Isla Nublar is not one of the five deaths as well. I often see that one, <laughs> thinking they're on mm-hmm. the same island chain. It's interesting in this article here on Wiki. Apparently, uh, 
the map we see with Kelly in the in the trailers, uh, a smaller version that appears in Jurassic Park Three in the set somewhere. Um, that's a that's the infamous prop map. Okay. That was based, that's the one that's based on the earlier script for the Lost World. Yep. And they reused it. Apparently, uh, they're supposed to have reused it in Jurassic Park Three, I guess, but nobody's ever found it in the movie. Yeah. It's always been like a production used piece. Okay. Yeah. Oh, one day if we if we do Jurassic Park through, we might be able to get a closer look as we do it minute by minute. We might actually find it. Yeah. yeah. Interesting thing is that um, Lego the Lego Jurassic World game did use that prop map, and not only used that prop map, but used the old Jurassic Park Legacy locations that they placed on that old prop map. Oh, interesting. Before they did redid their map. Yep. So I just thought that was interesting. It's got the same locations. The same. It's it's really kind of neat that they uh, that they implemented a fan uh, map like that. Well, playing the playing the game and having um, experience, especially the Lost World and Jurassic Park three sections of it, it, it there's a lot of little um, added detail, added ex- aspects to it that. Uh, only a fan would do, so I reckon there were some fans on the development of the game. Oh, without a doubt. Yep. Alright, and then we uh, we get the captain. He's got a satellite, he's got a satellite phone. Um, it's interesting the frequency for that radio and presumably the number for satellite phones are only written down a little bit of paper that Malcolm later has in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd think... What was it again? 15 trip 8? Yeah, yep. Which which also sort of comes into the uh, SS Venture fifty eight eighty eight as well. So yeah, um, often that was uh, my uh, my password or pin number for a long time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just interesting that it's, it's just written down on a little bit of paper. None of the uh, equipment's set to the right frequency, um, and we know we've seen how much trouble they they're having with the satellite phones. Um, that's obviously why they never tried the phone. They went straight for the radio. But, uh, yeah, send the call. We'll be there in two hours, which asks the question, how far off offshore is he going? I'm, I'm pretty sure you'd be right a mile or two offshore, not two hours away. Mm-hmm. It almost seems like he's going back to mainland. Well, he might have been. I know in the uh, novel that the both the barge and the helicopters were based on the mainland in of Costa Rica. Then again, I think in the novels, the uh, islands were both much closer to the mainland than um, than the than in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Playing up on that uh, that superstition and that um, the boat captain definitely doesn't want to hang around. Um, mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen a uh, vehicle like unloading the vehicles off the barge. Yeah, that um, would have been interesting. And we'll get to that next minute too with uh, getting the vehicles to where they go and everything else because we uh, mm-hmm. we get a nice little eye roll from Eddie here not believing in the uh, what uh, La Cinco Motes means and um, then we start to get the swell of uh, Malcolm's journey and the vehicles driving up the valley which mm-hmm. again, great shot and we get very, very little of it, unfortunately. <laughs> the original planned site for the um, Gallum Imus Valley Spielberg always wanted to film in that valley, and you can see it in um, the be- the behind-the-scenes features. 
for Jurassic Park where he, uh, Spielberg's got the camera. He's asking a bunch of cows, hey, you guys want to be dinosaur food or something like that? <laughs> and Hurricane and Nikki uh, forced them to move the Gallimimus Valley to Oahu. Oh, okay. That's a shame. Um... Yeah, I just thought it was kind of interesting that and it's supposed to be in a river, but the this actual place that they're on is like on the other is like right outside a harbor. And I believe it's the same harbor used uh, in that camera in that B roll shot from the first Jurassic Park where you see the waves crashing against the break wall. Yeah, yep. Storms rolling in. It's just outside that harbor. Oh, but the water looks so brown and murky, and it always looked like a river to me, like something you see on a river in the United States, where like the uh, Mississippi, where you just got that muddy brown look to it. Yeah, it's like they've had just have heavy rainfall or something over there, because um, yeah, you got that little lagoon they've come into to launch, and he said they're not going any further up river. But if you have a look what behind them. Um, when they're driving up the valley, there's no river. It's just like a stream, if that, mm-hmm. running down the middle of it. So I don't know how much further they could have come inland anyway. But, but yeah, we get them dri- drive up the valley and uh, onward and inward to uh, minute 22. All right. So uh, if that's all you've got for minute 21. Yeah, I think we're good. Rightio. All right, guys. Let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com email feedback to the lost world minutes at gmail.com facebook the lost world minutes twitter at the lost world minutes and instagram the lost world minutes easy to remember yeah yep very easy to remember (laughs) uh david thank you for joining me for this recording and uh we'll be back i've been brad i'm dave and uh we'll talk to you all later talk to you later bye it is absolutely imperative that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, life will find a way.